Good morning, beloved, and welcome to Living Seed Devotionals with Pastor Thomas Adebile. Until Christ be formed in you, until Christ be formed in you. What is the exact meaning of this statement? What is the implication of this statement to us as a contemporary believer? Firstly, Paul called the church at Galatia because it was the instrument to their salvation. So he called them, my children, my children. Secondly, secondly, Paul called the people of Galatia in Galatians 3 and verse 1. Paul said, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you, before whose eyes Christ Jesus has been publicly portrayed, has been crucified. KJV. But he now moved from condemned foolishness to brethren in Galatians 4.19. Paul said, My little children, for whom I have labored, in bed again Christ Christ is formed in you my little children for whom I labor in bed again Christ is formed in you the Greek word or the Greek translations to the word labor simply means as the same thing as when a woman is in labor to give a to give but to a child. Paul again, through the frustrations of building a church in Galatia, was strenuous. He was going through some, some, frustration, for, some frustrating period in this time. So the people were not cooperating. As his first effort in Galatia was strenuous as a woman in labor. So he was building a church. You know, when you have to build a church, you go through some labor, in pre- laboring in prayer, laboring over souls, laboring that the souls may come to the saving knowledge of Christ. So at this point, the people were not actually, were not really responding to the gospel. So he said, Oh, ye foolish collision, who hath bewitched you? Was it not in your eyes that Christ was publicly and publicly portrayed as being crucified. Why? Who has bewitched you? So he was going through the same in order to bring to bring belts or not to bring to belts forth the assumption or in order to bring them forth into sonship. But now in that in, in Galatians 419 the language Paul use changes from all foolish Galatians to my little children, that is, my little brethren, which means or implies that they are they are to be reborn again as they were in the beginning. The people needed to be re saved. I mean, they needed to be re to reencounter the saving of the Lord Christ Jesus, the saving power of the Lord Christ Jesus. 
as it was in the beginning. It was not that they had to be rebaptized, but they needed to start again since they had given up so much until Christ be formed in you. Is Christ formed in you? Are you actually formed? You've been, you've been saved since several years ago. Have you not left the ancient landmark? Have you not forgotten your first love for Christ? Are you actually formed? Has Christ actually formed your life? Christ is formed in you. What is the meaning? The people have to come into Christ by being immersed. By being immersed. Of course, baptism does not produce spirituality. Being baptized in water does not actually produce genuine salvation in us. Many of us were baptized in water, but yet after the baptism, many still going to sin. Do you know that law, keeping the law, keeping the law does not actually make, give you access to have genuine encounter with God. Because law does not produce any, anything good in a man. Law gives man bondage. Of course, where there's no law, where there's no law, there's no sin. But of course, when we live, when in time of liberty, but we must not take, the, we must not take the, our liberty for granted. So, so the people needed to go through and a immersed in water, so that they can be fully formed according to the teachings of Christ, which Paul gave them. Now, however, they had not grown in the grace and knowledge of Christ. When you, when you. That was found in the book of 2 Peter 3, verse 8. It's a grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Christ Jesus. So therefore, we need to grow as believer. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our God and the Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. In order that Christ be formed in them. Thus, Paul does not guarantee, I mean, baptism does not guarantee or produce spiritual growth. It only gives us a means to know God. But inside of us, there must be a, there must be an, an, an effort or a determining effort for us to be saved genuinely by believing but accepting the gift of God of the Christ be formed in us. What is the implication of this to us? How, as a believer, you must be formed genuinely. We must allow Christ to form in us. And how? By studying the word, by focusing on Christ, by looking at Jesus, the author and the future of our faith. Hebrews 12 and verse 1 to 2. You must understand that Christ must be formed in us our thoughts our mindset our orientation our thinking christ must be formed in us all the formation that have been formed in us must be deleted and we must install anything about christ in our lives so that we can fully be matured we cannot go into the fullness of christ until christ is actually formed in us the people of Galatians couldn't form despite the efforts 
of Apostle Paul. But later he understand that the people needed to go through a, a, a rebirth. That's why he said, if you look at that verse, that verse, the same chapter where we read uh, Galatians 4 19, and he said, verse 20, he said, he longs to be with them. Now that they have been formed, now that they have been formed, he said, he longs to be with them. But there was no time. Now, how are you formed? Who baptized you? Who led you to the salvation you received today? You can easily compromise your faith in Christ. You can easily betray. You can keep your malice. You can you can do and undo. Can we find those behaviors in Christ? Are you formed genuinely? Is Christ formed in you? Until Christ is formed in you. When Christ is formed in us, there is an equal growth which is commensurable to portray Christ's life in us. And I pray as you go this week to look at how can God, how can God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be formed in you. You not lose your focus for eternity in Jesus' name. You not lose your understanding that you have in the pursuit of Christ. You can be anything in life, but until you are formed genuinely in your spending, Christ will be formed in your character, Christ will be formed in your behavior, Christ will be formed in your eating habit, Christ will be formed in your relationship with other friends, colleagues, relations, family friends, Christ must be formed in your workplace. Demonstrate that you are formed by the knowledge of Christ you have in your place where you lead your friends outside in public in society they must know that Christ is actually formed in you and I pray that Christ shall be formed in you fully in Jesus name Amen this is Living Seed Devotional and this is Thomas Adebile Senior Pastor, Review Life Christian Center. God bless you. Good morning, beloved, and welcome to Living Seed Devotionals with Pastor Thomas Adebile. Until Christ be formed in you until Christ be formed in you what is the exact meaning of this statement what is the implication of this statement to us as a contemporary believer firstly Paul called the church at Galatia because he was the instrument to their salvations so he called them my children my children Secondly, secondly, Paul called the people of Galatians in Galatians 3 and verse 1. Paul said, O foolish Galatians, who art bewitched you? Before whose eyes Christ Jesus has been publicly portrayed, has been crucified. KJV. But he now moved from condemned foolishness to brethren in Galatians 4.19 Paul said 
my little children for whom I have labored in bed again Christ Christ is formed in you my little children for whom I labor in bed again Christ is formed in you the Greek word or the Greek translations to the word labor simply means as the same thing as when a woman is in labor to give a to give birth to a child Paul again through the frustrations of building a church in Galatian was strenuous he was going through some some frustration for some frustrating period in this time so the people were not cooperating as his first effort in Galatian was strenuous as a woman in labor so he was building a church you know when you have to build a church you go through some labor in pre- laboring in prayer laboring over souls laboring that the souls may come to the saving knowledge of Christ so at this point the people were not actually were not only responding to the gospel so he said oh ye foolish collision who art bewitched you was not in your eyes that Christ was publicly and publicly portrayed as being crucified why who has bewitched you so he was going through the same in order to bring to bring belts or not to bring to belts forth the assumption or in order to bring them forth into sonship but now in that in in Galatians 419 the language Paul used changes from all foolish Galatian to my little children that is my little brethren which means or implies that they are they are to be reborn again as they were in the beginning the people needed to be re saved I mean they needed to be re, to re-counter the saving of the Lord Christ Jesus the saving power of the Lord Christ Jesus as it was in the beginning it was not that they had to be rebaptized but they needed to start again since they had given up so much until Christ be formed in you is Christ formed in you are you actually formed you've been you've been saved since several years ago have you not left the ancient landmark have you not forgotten your first love for Christ are you actually formed as Christ actually formed your life Christ is formed in you what is the meaning the people are to come into Christ by being immersed by being immersed of course baptism does not produce spirituality being baptized in water does not actually produce genuine salvation in us many of us were baptized in water but yet after the baptism many still going to sin do you know that law keeping the law keeping the law does not actually make give you access to have genuine encounter with god because law does not produces any anything good in a man law gives man bondage 
of course where there's no law where there's no law there's no sin but of course when the live when the time of liberty but we must not take the we must not take the, our liberty for granted so so the people needed to go through and immersed in water so that they can be fully formed according to the teachings of Christ which Paul gave them now however they had not grown in the grace and knowledge of Christ when you when you that was found in the book of 2 Peter 3 verse 8 it's a grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Christ Jesus so therefore we need to grow as believer grow in grace and in the knowledge of our God and the Savior Jesus Christ to him be glory both now and forever in order that Christ be formed in them thus Paul does not guarantee I mean baptism does not guarantee or produce spiritual growth it will give us a means to know God but inside of us there must be a there must be an 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 effort or a determining effort for us to be saved genuinely by believing by accepting the gift of God of the Christ be formed in us what is the implication of this to us how as a believer you must be formed genuinely we must allow Christ to form in us and how by studying the word by focusing on Christ by looking at Jesus the author and the figure of our faith Hebrews 12 and verse 1 to 2 you must understand that Christ must be formed in us our thoughts our mindset our orientation our thinking Christ must be formed in us all the formation that have been formed in us must be deleted and must install anything about Christ in our lives so that we can fully be matured we cannot grow into the fullness of Christ until Christ is actually formed in us the people of Galatians couldn't form despite the efforts of Apostle Paul but later you understand that the people needed to go through a, a, a rebirth that's why he said if you look at that verse that verse the same chapter where we read uh Galatians 4 19 and he said verse 20 he said he longed to be with them now that they have been formed now that they have been formed he said he longs to be with them but there was no time now how are you formed who baptized you who led you to the salvation you received today you can easily compromise your faith in christ you can easily betray you can keep your malice you can you can do and undo can we find those behaviors in christ are you formed genuinely is christ formed in you until christ is formed in you when christ is formed in us there is an equal growth which is commensurable to portray Christ's life in us. And I pray as you go this week to look at how can God, how can God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be formed in you. You not lose your focus 
for eternity in Jesus' name. You not lose your understanding that you have in the pursuit of Christ. You can be anything in life, but until you are formed genuinely in your spending, Christ must be formed in your character, Christ must be formed in your behavior, Christ must be formed in your eating habit, Christ must be formed in your relationship with other friends, colleagues, relations, family, friends. Christ must be formed in your workplace. Demonstrate that you are formed by the knowledge of Christ you have in your place where you lead your friends outside in public in society they must know that Christ is actually formed in you and I pray that Christ shall be formed in you fully in Jesus name Amen this is Living Seed Devotional and this is Thomas Adegile this is not Pastor Reveal Life Christian Center God bless you. Good morning, beloved, and welcome to Living Seed Devotionals with Pastor Thomas Adebile. Until Christ be formed in you. Until Christ be formed in you. What is the exact meaning of this statement? What is the implication of this statement to us as a contemporary believer? Firstly, Paul called the church at Galatia because he was the instrument to their salvation. So he called them, my children, my children. Secondly, secondly, Paul called the people of Galatia in Galatians 3 and verse 1, Paul said, O foolish Galatian, who art bewitched you? Before whose eyes Christ Jesus has been publicly portrayed, has been crucified. KJV. But he now moved from condemned foolishness to brethren in Galatians 4.19. Paul said, my little children for whom i have labored in bed again christ christ is formed in you my little children for whom i labor in bed again christ is formed in you the greek word or the greek translations to the word labor simply means as the same thing as when a woman is in labor to give it to give birth to a child paul again through the frustrations of building a church in galatian was strenuous he was good to some some frustration for some frustrating period in this time so the people were not cooperating as his first effort in galatian was strenuous as a woman in labor so he was building a church you know when you have to bat a church you go through some labor in pre- laboring in prayer laboring over souls laboring that the souls may come to the saving knowledge of christ so at this point the people were not actually were not only responding to the gospel 
So he said, O ye foolish collision, who hath bewitched you? Was it not in your eyes that Christ was publicly and publicly portrayed as being crucified? Why? Who has bewitched you? So he was going through the same in order to bring to bring belts or not to bring to belts forth their sonship or in order to bring them forth into sonship but now in that in in galatians 4 19 the language paul used changes from all foolish galatians to my little children that is my little brethren which means or implies that they are they are to be reborn again as they were in the beginning the people needed to be re saved i mean they needed to be re to re-encounter the saving of the lord christ jesus the saving power of the lord christ jesus as it was in the beginning it was not that they had to be rebaptized but they needed to start again since they had given up so much until Christ be formed in you is Christ formed in you are you actually formed you've been you've been saved since several years ago have you not left the ancient landmark have you not forgotten your first love for Christ are you actually formed as Christ actually formed your life Christ is formed in you. What is the meaning? The people are to come into Christ by being immersed. By being immersed. Of course, baptism does not produce spirituality. Being baptized in water does not actually produce genuine salvation in us. Many of us were baptized in water, but yet after the baptism, many still going to sin. Do you know that? law keeping the law keeping the law does not actually make give you access to have genuine encounter with god because law does not produces any anything good in a man law gives man bondage of course where there's no law where there's no law there's no sin but of course when they live when the time of liberty but we must not take the we must not take the, our liberty for granted so so the people needed to go through and a immersed in water so that they can be fully formed according to the teachings of Christ which Paul gave them. Now, however, they had not grown in the grace and knowledge of Christ. When you when you that was found in the book of 2 Peter 3, verse 8. It said, Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Christ Jesus. So therefore, we need to grow. As believer, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our God and the Savior Jesus Christ, to Him be glory both now and forever, in order that Christ be formed in them. Thus, Paul does not guarantee, I mean, baptism does not guarantee or produce spiritual growth, it will give us a means. To know God, but inside of us there must be a 
there must be an 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 effort or a determining effort for us to be saved genuinely by believing by accepting the gift of God of the Christ be formed in us. What is the implication of this to us? How, as a believer, you must be formed genuinely. We must allow Christ to form in us. And how? By studying the word, by focusing on Christ, by looking at Jesus, the author and the future of our faith. Hebrews 12 and verse 1 to 2. You must understand that Christ must be formed in us. Our thoughts, our mindset, our orientation, our thinking, Christ must be formed in us. All the formation that has been formed in us must be deleted and we must install anything about Christ in our lives so that we can fully be matured. We cannot grow into the fullness of Christ until Christ is actually formed in us. The people of Galatians couldn't form despite the efforts of Apostle Paul. But later you understand that the people needed to go through a, a, a rebirth. That's why he said, if you look at that verse, that verse, the same chapter where we read uh, Galatians 4 19, and he said, verse 20, he said, He longs to be with them. Now that they have been formed, now that they have been formed, he said, He longs to be with them. But there was no time. Now, how are you formed? Who baptized you? Who led you to the salvation you received today? You can easily compromise your faith in Christ. You can easily betray. You can keep your malice. You can you can do and undo. Can we find those behaviors in Christ? Are you formed genuinely? Is Christ formed in you? Until Christ is formed in you. When Christ is formed in us, there is an equal growth which is commensurable to portray Christ's life in us. And I pray as you go this week to look at how can God, how can God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be formed in you? You not lose your focus for eternity in Jesus' name. You not lose your understanding that you have in the pursuit of Christ. You can be anything in life, but until you are formed genuinely in your spending, Christ must be formed in your character, Christ must be formed in your behavior, Christ must be formed in your eating habit, Christ must be formed in your relationship with other friends, colleagues, relations, family, friends. Christ must be formed in your workplace, demonstrate that you are formed. By the knowledge of Christ you have in your place where you lead your friends outside in public in society, they must know that Christ is actually formed in you. And I pray that Christ shall be formed in you fully in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Living Seed Devotional, and this is Thomas Adebile. Senior Pastor, Review Life Christian Center. God bless you. Good morning, beloved.
and welcome to Living Seed Devotionals with Pastor Thomas Adebile. Until Christ be formed in you, until Christ be formed in you. What is the exact meaning of this statement? What is the implication of this statement to us as a contemporary believer? Firstly, Paul called the church at Galatia because he was the instrument to their salvation. So he called them, my children, my children. Secondly, secondly, Paul called the people of Galatia in Galatians 3 and verse 1. Paul said, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Before whose eyes Christ Jesus has been publicly portrayed, has been crucified. KJV. But he now moved from condemned foolishness to brethren in Galatians 4.19. Paul said, My little children, for whom I have labored, in bed again Christ Christ is formed in you my little children for whom I labor in bed again Christ is formed in you the Greek word or Greek translations to the word labor simply means as the same thing as when a woman is in labor to give a to give but to a child. Paul again, through the frustrations of building a church in Galatia, was strenuous. He was going through some, some frustration for some frustrating period in this time. So the people were not cooperating. As his first effort in Galatia was strenuous as a woman in labor. So he was building a church. You know, when you have to build a church, you go through some labor, in pre- laboring in prayer, laboring over souls, laboring that the souls may come to the saving knowledge of Christ. So at this point, the people were not actually, were not really responding to the gospel. So he said, Oh, ye foolish collision, who hath bewitched you? Was it not in your eyes that Christ was publicly and publicly portrayed as being crucified. Why? Who has bewitched you? So he was going through the same in order to bring to bring belts or not to bring to belts forth their sonship or in order to bring them forth into sonship. But now in that in, in Galatians 419 the language Paul use changes from all foolish Galatians to my little children, that is my little brethren, which means or implies that they are they are to be reborn again as they were in the beginning. The people needed to be re saved. I mean they needed to be re to reencounter the saving of the Lord Christ Jesus, the saving power of the Lord Christ Jesus as it was in the beginning. It was not that they had to be rebaptized, 
but they needed to start again since they had given up so much until Christ be formed in you. Is Christ formed in you? Are you actually formed? You've been, you've been saved since several years ago. Have you not left the ancient landmark? Have you not forgotten your first love for Christ? Are you actually formed? Has Christ actually formed your life? Christ is formed in you. What is the meaning? The people have to come into Christ by being immersed. By being immersed. Of course, baptism does not produce spirituality. Being baptized in water does not actually produce genuine salvation in us. Many of us were baptized in water, but yet after the baptism, many still going to sin. Do you know that law, keeping the law, keeping the law does not actually make, give you access to have genuine encounter with God. Because law does not produce any, anything good in a man. Law gives man bondage. Of course, where there's no law, where there's no law, there's no sin. But of course, when we live, when in time of liberty, but we must not take, the, we must not take the, our liberty for granted. So, so the people needed to go through and a immersed in water, so that they can be fully formed according to the teachings of Christ, which Paul gave them. Now, however, they had not grown in the grace and knowledge of Christ. When you, when you. That was found in the book of 2 Peter 3 verse 8. It's a grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Christ Jesus. So therefore, we need to grow. As believer, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our God and the Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. In order that Christ be formed in them. Thus, Paul does not guarantee, I mean, baptism does not guarantee or produce spiritual growth. It only gives us a means to know God. But inside of us, there must be a, there must be an, an, an effort or a determining effort for us to be saved genuinely by believing but accepting the gift of God of the Christ be formed in us. What is the implication of this to us? How, as a believer, you must be formed genuinely. We must allow Christ to form in us. And how? By studying the word, by focusing on Christ, by looking at Jesus, the author and the future of our faith. Hebrews 12 and verse 1 to 2. You must understand that Christ must be formed in us our thoughts our mindset our orientation our thinking christ must be formed in us all the formation that have been formed in us must be deleted and we must install anything about christ in our lives so that we can fully be matured we cannot go into the fullness of christ until christ is actually formed in us the people of Galatians couldn't form despite the efforts of Apostle Paul. But later you understand that the people 
needed to go through a, a, a rebirth. That's why he said, if you look at that verse, that verse, the same chapter where we read uh, Galatians 4 19, and he said, verse 20, he said, He longs to be with them. Now that they have been formed, now that they have been formed, he said, He longs to be with them. But there was no time. Now, how are you formed? Who baptized you? Who led you to the salvation you received today? You can easily compromise your faith in Christ. You can easily betray. You can keep your malice. You can you can do and undo. Can we find those behaviors in Christ? Are you formed genuinely? Is Christ formed in you? Until Christ is formed in you. When Christ is formed in us, there is an equal growth which is commensurable to portray Christ's life in us. And I pray as you go this week to look at how can God, how can God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be formed in you. You not lose your focus for eternity in Jesus' name. You not lose your understanding that you have in the pursuit of Christ. You can be anything in life, but until you are formed genuinely in your spending, Christ must be formed in your character. Christ must be formed in your behavior. Christ must be formed in your eating habit. Christ must be formed in your relationship with other friends, colleagues, relations, family, friends. Christ must be formed in your workplace. Demonstrate that you are formed by the knowledge of Christ you have in your place where you lead your friends outside in public in society they must know that Christ is actually formed in you and I pray that Christ shall be formed in you fully in Jesus name Amen this is Living Seed Devotional and this is Thomas Adegile Senior Pastor, Review Life Christian Center. God bless you.